You're tuned in to the Morning Blitz. All they do is sit around and talk. On 102.5 You Rock and the Rocking M app. Back here on a Thursday morning on the Morning Blitz. Glad that you're with us. And we are glad to be joined on the phone by our good friend, Mike Holliday. Kind of a little wrestling. I call him my own personal wrestling expert. I trust his knowledge more than I trust even my own knowledge when it comes to wrestling. Good morning, Mike. How's it going today, my friend? Hey, it's going good. Hey, I am so glad that uh, you guys are a Fox Sports affiliate, too. I live in Hayes, and uh, I listen to you all the time. I love... uh, Everybody from Dan Patrick to uh, Colin Cowherd and Gottlieb in the afternoon. I listen to you guys a lot. Now, I, I do have something for you to relay back to Curtis, though. Can you do this? <laughs> you know what? I bet Curtis is listening, so go ahead. Okay, Curtis. You, when you record interviews, make sure you have your microphone in audition and not program so we don't hear an interview with the St. Francis principal go out over the Dan Patrick show. <laughs> I don't know if he's aware that that happens occasionally or not. Yeah, but I've heard it. sometimes you got to get those buttons pushed down in the right spot. <laughs> if you don't get the right button pushed, it's the bad stuff's gonna. Well, I don't say bad stuff, but stuff you're not expecting. But we appreciate you tuning in and listening in uh, from all the way there. And Hayes, Mike, we appreciate it. We're proud to be a Fox Sports affiliate. That's for sure. We really do enjoy oh, it. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and, and come on, Curtis, you're like a 60-year radio veteran. Remember, microphone and audition when you're recording and program when you're live. And that'll make all the difference in the world. You know so, what's hilarious? Curtis a hard time. Do you know what's hilarious about that, Mike, is that in the old in the KKCI studio um, where this show is hosted, the old board was wired backwards. It was P for preview and audition A for air. It used to be wired backward. Oh, my gosh. That would have thrown me off. Ooh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would have taken getting used to, I think. It definitely took some whiles. But guess what? We have a different board in here now, and things are wired correctly, so we are not completely out of left field crazy. But nonetheless, Mike Holiday, our guest here on the Morning Blitz. Let's talk a little bit of high school wrestling. Uh, boy, what did you I, – I first of all want to talk about just the we've, – we've, I think I bring it up every single year with you, but man, just to see the continued growth of the female wrestling sport has been just so impressive to see. Well, it really has, and a lot of these schools are going to have to get some things figured out uh, next year where you almost can't run a boys' and girls' tournament on the same day. It's just a really, really long day. So I think most of the tournaments will be, you know, boys one day, girls the next, and, and vice versa, but it is growing, and it just makes me wonder how much longer that we'll have four through 1A girls and three two 1A and 4A will be split. Uh, right now, I think it is an awesome, awesome class of wrestling. Uh, I hope it doesn't split for a while, but there's getting to be enough participation numbers that that, that may be something that they look at down the road. But I tell you, Ross, it's to, to place in the top six in 4 through 1A girls' state. These wrestlers have to be really, really good. These weight classes are really deep, and I think this state tournament, uh, 4 through 1A, we are gearing up for something really special here next weekend. No, there is some fantastic lady wrestlers, and I I was kind of curious if you've heard anything, you know, discussing with who, you know, all your people that you know in the wrestling world, you know, because it's growing up and blowing up so much, you know, are you are you hearing stories about, you know, needing more coaches, you know, needing more wrestling space because with the guys and the girls and all that stuff coming together? 
Yeah, coaches, officials uh, certainly weigh into it, too. You need double the officials for it, uh, as well as space. Uh, there's only really, if you run a boys and girls tournament, there's only uh, a handful of gyms, really, in northwest Kansas that, that can handle that. Uh, you know, Norton, for example, they have a um, they have an east campus there and a pretty nice gym in addition to their main gym. So they're able to pull it off. And in in the Hayes immediate area, Waukini has uh, a secondary gym in addition to their really nice gym. So that's that's one thing in order to host these tournaments at the same time. And I think a lot of schools like to do that. But you, you've got to have gyms that have the space and some of them just don't have it. We are visiting with uh, Mike Holiday, talking a little bit of high school wrestling. Um, as you, as we get set for boys regional wrestling here this weekend, uh, what have been some of the the big things that you've been following or maybe reading about, and and maybe getting prepared for uh, as kind of you get ramped up into your coverage of wrestling here over the next two weeks? We'll hone in on uh, on Colby and Goodland here in just a second, but once again, the Western Kansas. 3-2-1-A regional tournament is going to be really, really tough. Six of the top ten ranked teams are from the Mid-Continent League, and five of those will be at the uh, Norton Regional, so five out of the top ten teams will be there. And then I'm looking at my ranking sheet, and I have just highlights all over every single weight class of uh, wrestlers from the area uh, that will be uh, at uh, this regional it's it's going to be really tough again 106 pounds uh tate blackwell uh, of quinter caleb keyswitter of norton they're ranked two and three 113 pounds uh, as far as area ranked wrestlers go cash Schultz of hoxie but there's two others that will be ranked in that weight class cash is ranked number two eng and cola who is all class ranked number one he's a 120 pounder and a defending state champion from hoxie he is uh, ranked number one again this year, and he'll be the heavy favorite, but he's at the Norton Regional, of course. Carter Creer from Oakley, he just has uh, four losses in his high school career, just one loss this year. He's going to be a big favorite, not just uh, to win the Norton Regional, but state uh, wrestling as well. Carson Oaks from Hoxie at 132 pounds, and then somebody that I have really been impressed with, he's ranked sixth in the state, it's Shane Todd from St. Francis. Todd won the uh, Phillipsburg tournament uh, a couple of weeks ago. He was second at the Hayes tournament, and he's a junior looking really, really good. 138 pounds, Lucas Zadro from Oberlin is ranked second. Edson Moreno from Hoxie, sixth. 144 pounds, uh, ranked area wrestlers include Ryan Schrommick of Rollins County and Dayton Fromholtz of St. Francis. I love the fact that St. Francis is kind of coming back in, in wrestling a little bit. They have some pretty big, heavy hitters there. going to be tough to uh, for Dayton to get out of regionals, though, because he's sixth, and there are three wrestlers that are ranked ahead of him right now. And then another one from Hill City, who he beat at Phillipsburg, but the uh, Hill City wrestler, that's uh, um, Roar from Hill City, he was ranked ahead of Fromholtz earlier, but Fromholtz beat him in Phillipsburg. That's going to be a tough weight class. Wyatt Gardner from Wichita County is ranked number one at 150, 157 pounds. Duncan Bell from Hoxie is ranked third. Easton Nicholson from Hoxie, third at 165. 190, you've got Samuel Watkins, a, a state runner-up two years ago, third place last year. He's ranked number one at 190. Ivan Yurok of Oakley at 215 pounds is ranked third, but he's in a, a tough regional that includes Colton Stover of Norton and Eli Franklin from Smith Center 
And then uh, heavyweight, I'll tell you, Ross, this is going to be something. The top four heavyweights are from the Mid-Continent League, and they will all be at the same regional. Gavin Shippers is a, a defending state champion, will probably be seated fourth at regionals. And then there's going to be a good heavyweight that will be left out. Uh, you've got the top four from the Mid-Continent League, but then uh, there is a really good Wichita County wrestler, too. Uh, it's it's not inconceivable that him and Shippers will meet in the quarterfinals of regionals. That weight class just just so tough this year. No, absolutely. Mike Holiday with us talking a little wrestling. I, one thing I've kind of enjoyed following the wrestling a little bit this year, and this is no offense, but you know, Hoxie's been so dominant, and they're still really, really good. But as you mentioned, it's great to see some of the other Northwest Kansas Leagues, Mid-Continent League teams from around the region really have a kind of, you said, kind of a little bit of an uprising to kind of join the ranks of Hoxie, who's really been dominant over the last few years. Well, we saw the uh, first tournament of the year in Hoxie where uh, Scott City and Colby both finished ahead of uh, Hoxie on the team side. Now, Hoxie didn't have Carson Oaks, their state champion at the time, and that makes a big difference. But uh, you're right, Hoxie lost a historically great senior class. They are still the big favorites in 3-2-1-A. And some of these tournaments, they just uh, don't have enough wrestlers to win. But they have some big-time heavy hitters, and that's why they are going to be the big favorites at regionals in Norton this weekend and then State in Salina next week. What about uh, some of the uh, 4A, Goodland and Colby wrestlers that have caught your eye here this season? Well, Colby's good. They are ranked fifth. Um, Scott City's another team that's uh, kind of from the area. They are ranked fourth. Um, some of the, the ranked Colby wrestlers include Ryder Dimpy Wolf at 113 pounds and Caden McCarty. Uh, the senior at 120 pounds for the Eagles. I think both of those guys have a shot at uh, a potential state championship, maybe to uh, at least get to the state finals. I've seen Tucker Wark wrestle. He started the year at 138 pounds, cut down to 132. He's ranked third. That's a tough weight class. 4A is just tough. 4A is deep. And looking forward to seeing how that weight class shakes out. Wark has a pretty good uh, chance, I think, to do something special at state. Uh, a couple of Scott City guys that are ranked include Aiden Preston at 144. He's ranked sixth. Colin McDaniel, a state champion two years ago, is fourth at 150. And Houston Frank of Scott City is ranked number one at 175. As far as Goodland goes, and man, Goodland has a long time. Uh, just great wrestling tradition. They just had a state champion two years ago in Dexter Doddle. But um, it's it's kind of a down year for Goodland, and they may be fortunate to get anybody to state this year. Just kind of one of those cycles where numbers are down a little bit. Goodland will be back because that is a, a wrestling community and a wrestling school. But uh, they have struggled a little bit this year. Hopefully one or two can slip into state. Regionals will be held in Colby, so they won't have a real far venture to go. Uh, regionals this weekend in Colby, which is really cool. They get to hold that at that really nice event center. No, it'll be great. Well, how great or how good of a finish do you think Colby could have? I know we'll talk probably more on this in the next couple of weeks, but how good a finish do you think Colby could have, uh, whether it's at regionals and then how that could translation into state? Well, they're ranked fifth. I think it's going to be tough to get a state trophy, though. Rose Hill is the all-class number one ranked team, and they'll be the heavy favorites to win 4A. But then you've got teams like Paola and Tonganoxie out of eastern Kansas that are right up there, too. And Scott City is ranked right ahead of them. Uh, Colby does have some heavy hitters, but I don't know that there's enough depth in there to bring home a team trophy. But a top-five finish, I think, is a, a pretty good goal for the Eagles. I would certainly say. He, once again, Mike Holliday, our area wrestling expert. Mike, I really appreciate you joining us today, and it's always great to get the two Carlton, Nebraska boys back together. 
Yeah, and that's something. I, I think Carlton has a population of about 80 now, and Less. we're both from there, <laughs> which, is, which is absolutely wild. One other thing I want to say, too, Oakley, I think, is going to be a big favorite on the girls' side to win 4-3-1-A. Mm-hmm. They qualified five out of uh, regionals last week. Colby got four there, St. Francis two, Goodland got a uh, – a wrestler to state in Destiny Gonzalez, and she's ranked third. I think she has a chance for uh, perhaps um, a run in the state championship. So girls and uh, four through one A girls, as well as three two one A boys and four A boys, all in Salina in one week. It'll be a three day state tournament. I don't know how that's going to be, man. That's a that's a lot. It, it could be it could be quite the show there. But uh, going to be a lot of fun. We'll see a lot of good competition in Salina next week. No, absolutely. I tell you what, hope to have you back on next week to kind of preview a little bit more as we get closer to those great days. Mike, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome, Ross. I appreciate it, too. And uh, remember, Curtis, the uh, microphone in audition. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> see you, man. Once again, great stuff there. Mike Holliday uh, joining us here on the Morning Blitz. All right, uh, let's get to a quick break. and we come back, we'll wrap up the show with Possibly history going on tonight uh, with Caitlin Clark and uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. We'll get to that next year on the Morning Blitz.